Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Josh Barnhill. Welcome to another episode of Starting Point. Um, last week, if you tuned into that episode, listen to it, you heard Pastor Jordan Morway give his story about how he got into ministry, and I really enjoyed having him on. He's an awesome pastor and awesome man of God. I really enjoyed it. And this week, I have the pleasure of interviewing and talking to you. One of my dear good friends that I've met through being a COC student and coming to Columbus and North Holland. Um, so, yeah, this is Paxson Bartnell. Paxson, hey, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, brother. Good, bro. I'm excited to be here, excited to talk. Yeah. All things uh, cheesecake and chickens. Cheesecake and chickens. <laughs> and also roosters. Dang it, I can't. It's a rooster. <laughs> it's a rooster. Sorry, <laughs> we're sitting by a rooster yeah. or whatever this is. My, but my roommate chicken. won a rooster chicken thing. It's just on our kitchen table. I should have said rutabagas and roosters. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm excited to be here, dude. I'm excited cool. to talk. How's your, how's your day been so far? Well, it's going good. You know, I got new grass, and I've been watering it for yeah. hours and hours and hours and hours. And it finally is taking root. Really? So I don't have to worry about it coming up or whatever. So that's a good sign. And uh, that's pretty much what I did. wrote a paper, and uh, now I'm here. I'm also working on the paper. That yes, that's the same completed. Paper. Yeah, yeah. And I finished a, it. Doing the form as well. There you go, man. So, day's been good. How's your week been so far? Well, it's only same ordeal. Same school, ordeal. school, yeah. Last week, but uh, it's been going good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, cool, man. So, tell me, what is it that you do? Actually, what is your ministry? Well, as you sort of know. Yeah. I am the assistant kids pastor, so me and uh, Bailey, my best friend, you know him, oh, yeah. uh, we're the assistant kids pastors, so we kind of do it together. Uh, he's over more of Wednesday nights and discipleship, and I'm over, I am over worship, live worship sort of thing, and uh, Sunday mornings, so that's my emphasis. And uh, yeah, I love it, man. I preach every Sunday, three sermons. Um, Sorry, Ethan's calling me. I went to his apartment first, actually, because I forgot oh, yeah. you were here. Uh, yeah, I preach every Sunday, man, three three services. I get there early and help uh, the worship leaders kick off practice and uh, talk to the interns and do that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, that that's pretty much what I do. I love my job. It's awesome. Yeah. Kids ministry is fun. I um, definitely never thought I'd be serving in there oh, ever. Same. But uh, anyway, yeah, I we got love, in. We love having Josh in there. Like when I got in, I was like, dang, I kind of don't want to stop doing it. Really <laughs> but you're in youth now, right? I'm in, yeah, more more of youth than anything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the youth track. So um, tell me more about who you are other than, like, your ministry stuff. Like, who is Paxton Markdale? Like, things you're interested in, things you tend to not like, what makes up. <laughs> things I tend to not like. I'll tell you what I don't like is when people chew their mouth open. That's a pet peeve. That's a pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's not too many things I don't like on that. Just that's one of the things, man. That's one of the things. Uh, no, but uh, I'd say the biggest thing, if you wanted to know who I am, is I get into something. Mm-hmm. If it's like a hobby, like you remember when I went through magic when I was like doing magic, all the time? <laughs> yes. like whatever it is, like maybe it's video games or Fortnite for a little bit, or now it, it was running. And it still mm-hmm. is running, although I can't run because my hip is messed up I don't know what's wrong with it oh, wow. injury whatever but uh, whatever it is dude I'm like all in so that's that's what I do besides uh, cook and clean the house and 
love my wife. Oh yeah. So that's a lot of what it is. Is I'm a husband. So that's like my big, my big emphasis. Everything falls in behind that. So you, yeah. You played ultimate frisbee with us that one day, didn't you? I did. It was okay. Lit. Kind of thing, and maybe that could have messed up your hip. I don't know. No, it started yeah. before that. It was like I didn't even. I don't think I did anything. I think I might have just overused it. Yeah. Because you remember that month of running we did. We mm-hmm. did a running competition for all you that don't know, and I ran like a hundred twenty something miles in a month, and uh, I think that's probably what did it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got a lot of hobbies. I uh, but I tend to like really hone in on one for a little bit and then go to the next one. So. Jack of all trades. Yes, Jack of all trades. Oh, yeah. Get that from my dad. Oh, yeah. So. Your dad's a, an awesome guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. he is. He gets really, he gets moderately good at something and then goes on to the next thing. But, like, by now he's got, he knows, like, 30 different, he plays frisbee golf, all this stuff, like, everything. So that's kind of where I get it from. But So you said you're the assistant Kids pastor. Yes. So what has been something that's been most rewarding so far and the biggest challenge you've had to face involving this ministry? Oh, that's a good, those are good questions, bro. Thank you. Uh, the most rewarding thing is, um, the most rewarding thing would be seeing the kids raise their hands during worship. Yeah. So that's also what... It's cliche, but it also is the most challenging thing. It used to be the most challenging thing for me. Now it's not so much because I've been in kids' ministry, and I know it takes a while for kids to sort of understand the concept of worship. But it used to be that, like, I'd be like, why in the world are these kids not getting into it? It's been three months of live worship, like, every Sunday. Come on. Somebody's got to raise their hands. But now it's, like, every week. This is why it's so rewarding is because now every week there's, like, a few kids or sometimes it's, like, 10 or 15 that are all raising their hands, mm-hmm. um, singing, like closing their eyes. Like you can tell they're like connecting oh, yeah. with God. And that's like the biggest, the biggest thing I say that like has proven to bring the most reward to me. But, um, sometimes the challenging thing is just dealing with kids that are, um, energetic, super energetic. Uh, it's not like a bad thing, but when you're in kids ministry, like you want them to have fun, but you also want to teach them. You want them to learn something. Yeah. And so, but the, um, I've learned to deal with that. I've learned to, you know, give those kids grace because I was crazy when I was in, I'm not going to say I wasn't running around the room. Like when somebody was talking, they had to tell me to sit down like 30 times. <laughs> so remembering that and having grace because they're kids, man. Like yeah, these kids are in school eight hours a day, basically. If they ride the bus, it's like taking up their whole day, you know? So yeah. When they get there on Wednesday nights, they don't want to sit down and listen. They want to have fun. So we try and incorporate fun with learning and all that kind of stuff and prayer and worship. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. Can't be too upset at a kid for being a kid. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So you're an assistant kids pastor. So I've explained it to you already, and now it's time for the actual story. What is your story of getting into ministry? What was your starting point? So, yeah, I, I would say it started um, when I first came to North Highland in, I don't know, I was like 15 years old, but I was dating this girl, and it was not a good relationship no, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It started off okay, but uh, besides the point, she brought me to church okay. at a worship night. So it was like, 
I used to go to Edgewood Baptist, so it was a super Baptist church. You know, we, we didn't have worship nights or anything. Like, yeah. we weren't raising our hands going after God like that. And we were going in different ways, just not the direction I could feel or emotionally connect to. So, you know, uh, she brought me to the worship night, and I was blown away. I was like, oh, my goodness. I felt like I was floating. Literally, I remember, wow. like, standing there. I was like, I feel like I'm floating because I never experienced, like, true worship. And uh, from then on, it was like I was going after God. And uh, I remember I learned guitar, and I'd already been playing drums, but I learned guitar, and he, the worship leader at the time put me on stage. And uh, from then on, I was on stage. I was a leader. Even in high school, I was uh, at the altar praying for kids, whether I was a junior or a senior. And uh, that's kind of where the, the hunger for being a minister, or, um, being a leader kind of erupted. But um, after all of that, I started to clean up my act a little bit. I was still kind of struggling. Uh, that's another thing about leadership, I want to say, is that Jesus sent the disciples out when he knew they weren't ready. He mm-hmm. sent out the 12 and said, go heal the sick, blah, blah, gave them authority over demons and everything. Yeah. And they come back, and the first thing they do is say, I'm better than you. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> they get back, and they're like, Jesus is like, I imagine oh, Jesus wow. is walking in front of them, and the rest of them are like, hey, who do you think's better, Peter or John? I heard he... I heard he created somebody's arm back to place or you something. You know, I healed them, healed them like that. And uh, that was the first thing they did. They had pride, and they weren't perfect. And then Jesus, after that, sent out 72 disciples. Mm. So that's been the biggest thing for me is, you know, people aren't going to be perfect. And uh, the best way to disciple somebody, if you see potential in them, is to put them in a leadership uh, position. Not one that's going to be leading a billion people, you know, but... One where they can have small steps, whether it's doing Sunday school or something like that. Yeah. Because when you're up on the stage or you're teaching people, like there's a conviction that comes with it, you know, without you knowing. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll teach Sunday school. Then you get up in front of these kids and you start talking about something, and the Lord's like, oh, it's funny you talk about this because you were doing this mm. on Saturday, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> so I, that was what I experienced. And I never would have been the Christian I am without being put in a place of leadership because I was convicted, man. And I would clean up my act, you know, that day, whether I was going home that night trying to do something I'd stop doing it you know it was that that easy but uh anyways through high school I was a leader on our uh, youth team and then I started to go to CLC hey. well CLC was created and then I went to CLC yeah. the same year <laughs> it's crazy you were the one the first accepted yes I was the first accepted Jonah was the first applyee or whatever Man. but I was the first accepted so I'm a legend uh but no I'm just kidding but uh Got into that, and I was still with the youth track and working with the youth. That was kind of what everybody did just at CLC at the time because we were, I mean, we were already in real life all the time. And uh, the next semester, the second semester, Justin, our director, he was like, I'm going to pick everybody's track, what everybody's going to be a part of, and, like, I'm going to pray. He made a, like, emphasis, like, I'm going to pray, figure out what God might be leading y'all to. And if you have a specific thing you know, like, tell me. And I was like, I don't know. I don't really know. And he was like, all right. And so he took a week and he prayed about it. And he came back to me and said he was putting me with kids. And I was like, uh, I don't really know about that. <laughs> and I mean, I like kids, but I was just like, I don't know. But uh, he put me in there. And um, yeah, ever since then, I mean, I, I worked. I worked there. Uh, in our kids' ministry, volunteering for maybe a year. Um, and he, the kids' pastor, ended up giving me 
making a position for me as like an admin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit after that, he started to transition out of that into a different role. And I started transitioning into a bigger role with worship and leadership. And then I was, um, me and Bailey were put into uh, part-time assistant kids pastors together. And uh, yeah, it, it was a crazy like transition, but like... It's crazy to think that I'm only 21. I've still got a long way to go. <laughs> but that story is cool, man. I just, I look at God for, I look at God and how he did all that and brought me to where I am. And I, I'm passionate about the kids' ministry, so I love it. Yeah. Sweet, bro. That, that, was, a, that, story. that was a great, thank you. That's what I needed. That's what I want to hear. That was a good story. Something that like caught me at the beginning of it was like pertaining to your, your, your role in worship. I didn't know you were playing drums before guitar. Yeah, I, I learned drums when I was like eight or ten year, eight or nine years old, maybe even seven, dude. I was playing drums like six years before I played guitar. See, I'd always thought you picked up guitar first. I love how guitar. Did you? Right. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I also love guitar. I mean, I like it. I think I like it more than drums. Yeah. But drums was my my first love. Mm-hmm. So. And um, I remember like that feeling you had going into kids' ministry was kind of how I kind of felt about it. Yeah. And Justin. Called me up one day and said, "Hey, we're gonna swap your, what's the name of the pastor that we have over those roles? The um, um uh, the mentor pastor. Yeah, whatever it's called now. Yeah. yeah, intern pastor. Intern know. pastor. Yeah. That's what it is. And I was, <clears throat> he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna switch you to kids. Is that something you want to try?" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I've never dealt with kids like this before, so it's crazy. Let's let's try it." And I ended up loving it. Yeah, like I was kind of sad when I had to transition out of being in there every week. Yeah. I know. We were sad too, man. (laughs) I miss it. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, man. Kids are awesome. Oh, yeah. They are. They're the next next generation. You got to move them up, up, bro. Lead them right. Next up. (laughs) Next up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bro. So, last thing, last question I want to ask you. Ask is at the end of every episode. Um, If you had to give a piece of advice regarding life, ministry, whatever, they always end up connecting anyway. So just a piece of good life advice to anyone, what would it be? <sighs> well, I think the thing that's stuck with me over the past few years is uh, just follow what God's calling you to. Yeah. Um, that pertains to life, ministry, just just like you said. I mean, it connects that uh, it doesn't matter what you want to do. I mean, <laughs> a lot of times <laughs> what you want to do is not what God calls you to, and you'll know when you get in that feeling of, Oh, I've been there. I should not be doing this. <laughs> but you want to so bad. But uh, so for some people, it's easy. For some people, it's hard. Mm-hmm. For me, it's been half and half. Sometimes I'm like, I'm already there with you, God. I'm already ready. Let's do it. Sometimes I'm like, that's not exactly what I want to do. But uh, just following what God has for you, man, is the best advice I could give for anybody. Life, ministry, everything. So follow what God's calling you to. Sweet. I definitely have been in that point in my life. Um, it was kind of easier for me because the thing that I was already involved in that I thought I should have been doing, I was like, I really don't want to do this. And then yeah. I was like, hey, you're going to go do this. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot yeah. better than what I was trying to get myself into. Yeah. And it usually is. As long as you can see it. You know, sometimes we won't let ourselves see it yeah. like what God's doing. But, uh, yeah. So. Sweet, bro. Well, man, thanks so much for this yeah, time. Bro. Thanks for having me on. That was fun. I appreciate it and everything that you do. Um, next week, guys, tune in. 
Who's going to be the next person on this podcast? No clue. Who's going to be on lock? <laughs> it's gonna be Zeth. It's gonna be. <laughs> it will be Zeth. He will be. No, he won't. Yeah, I don't know. Work early, so. All right, sweet guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> See you next week. See you later.